good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. This particular podcast was recorded on Thanksgiving really, really early in the morning, and some of you might be asking, well, why didn't you post it yesterday? Just because I didn't. I'm very sorry about that. But we hit on a lot of topics to include what would have been if Kanye West had become president. We talk about the media in the United States. We talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We had a lot of fun recording it, and we hope that you have a lot of fun listening to it. I would like to point out at the very beginning of this podcast, if Kanye West had won as president, we would have had a first lady who had uh, what a ranking on Pornhub. All right? You know who didn't? Mary Todd Lincoln. That's right. Abe Lincoln's wife did not have a Pornhub page. Right? She wasn't ranked anywhere on there. No one gave a shit. But uh, Kim Kardashian, she's uh, she's ranked on Pornhub. 41 the last time I checked. All right, folks, have a great day. Have a great weekend. And um, I want to say uh, give, a, give a very strong get well soon to Curtis Blades. He was scheduled to fight Derek Lewis this weekend uh, for the UFC. And that will not be happening because... Uh, Curtis Blades has tested positive. Now, that being said, the main event has been uh, replaced. And it is now uh, Anthony Smith and Devin Clark. I stand by my prediction. Um, However, that being said, this is the first time that Devin Clark has been the main event in a UFC. So maybe maybe Anthony Smith will... uh, We'll, we'll, we'll get it out. Maybe he'll throw some elbows because he does that. He's, he's been known to beat some ass. But we'll see how it goes. Anyway, nonetheless, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the conversation. These are you know, we're just two guys that enjoy talking to each other and sharing the conversation with you fine folks. All right, have a great day. Have a great whenever it is you are listening to this. Get out there. Kick today's ass. Do not let it kick yours. And remember, if you're not having fun, don't do it. What's the point? Hello. Hey, good morning. You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, like, because you're like three hours late for Insomniac cast. Insomniacast, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I mean, happy after, afternoon, everybody. <sighs> like, y'all should be sleeping. You probably have people that love you and care for you that um, are just laying in bed cold and alone and you're here with us yeah sad yeah, and it's cool like yeah no it's it's fine it's a community we can be sad and alone together happy thanksgiving all of us with no friends yeah well and also not only do we not have friends we have social anxiety so the few people that do show up, we're going to be upset that they show up. <laughs> we're just going to be isolating in a corner. Yeah, you know, you know, I like um, I oh oh, have you ever had to cut the turkey? Have you ever had that responsibility? No, no, I. Oh, thank God, it's um, anything you've ever experienced overseas will not equate to the uh, anxiety of cutting the turkey. Everyone's watching you. They, you know, they're judging you. Yeah, well, no, it's, and, well, and it's people you care about and it's people you love. 
<clears throat> and honestly, like at the end of the day, like you cut a turkey's leg wrong, like it's not it's not a big deal. I mean, like the family will be like, well, you're not good enough for my daughter. You know, that'll happen. But it, it's like, no, like, like the worst thing, like you, you, like you go out there and you know, you've been out there before. The worst thing that happens is someone dies. That's the worst. That doesn't compare to like the, like the stepmother's like leaning eye judgment with her $10,000 ring. Look at you as you, you slice like you put a little dark meat in with her white meat. And I don't mean that as a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. I would hate to do Thanksgiving with my in-laws and then have them say, no, Bill, why don't you carve the turkey? <laughs> why, why don't I not? Why don't I not? I, You know what? I'm... Uh... Why don't we get to see how the president carves a turkey before we vote? Ooh. See, that shit is fucked up. I want to know what sides the president brings. Like when the president was just a guest to people's Thanksgiving or when he started having people over, what kind of stuffing did he use? Did he use the good shit? Did he use the the, the Walmart brand? Does he make was his own? Does he make mac and cheese? What what dishes does the president... Wait, pres- hold on. Do you shove mac and cheese in a turkey? I've never shoved mac and cheese in a turkey, but I've also never. But actually, also, why have we never shoved mac and cheese in a turkey? I, you know what? I never get to the point where I can do anything else other uh, with my mac and cheese other than eat it straight. Like I, I just love mac and cheese. It's my, it's yeah. one of my favorite things to make for people. In fact, when when if you invite me to your house, there's a for a UFC fight or something. There's a chance. There's a solid chance. Uh, that I will bring mac and cheese. Now, here's what I do, though. I bring two different mac and cheeses. One is like a kid-friendly, family-friendly, and the other one has an existential dose of cannabis oil in it. Okay, so one's going to fuck you up. And 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 the other one is is just going to be delicious. But the other one will be delicious and fuck you up. One's, one, I'm going to be on like the road like a mile and a half away with Bill trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. And the other one is good for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids, kids, kids will enjoy the other one. You and Bill are taking a walk around the neighborhood. Around, <laughs> well, at least rich- you're not one of those dicks that like, like you know, like Frembele or whatever they call it on the top with like the, um, yeah, at least you're not one of those people that like are baking your macaroni and cheese. Because, like, when you get to the point where you're putting your macaroni and cheese in the oven, you're a douche. You're like a fucking douchebag. So, so I'll do that to try. You're and not a chef, from- by the way. You, if you do that, you're not a chef. Like, I, and I, and if you're about to say you're about to that you do this, I'm gonna take it away from you. But anyway, yeah. I also smoke it. Like that's that's another thing that I'll do. Sometimes you I'll sp- put it in the oven. Sometimes I'll, I'll put it in the smoker. But yeah. Um, oh, hold on. No, if you smoke your macaroni and cheese, that's that's on a whole that's a whole nother level. When you bake it, you're cheating. So so I'll I'll do I'll I'll mix it up in the stovetop. But if I'm if I'm putting a something extra in there, if I'm putting meat, or if I'm like depending on what what meat I'm putting in there, if it's uh, chicken or 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 beef, ground beef, you know, pulled beef, whatever the fuck it is. Um, 
you know, then yeah, I'll, I'll put it in the oven so that it, it, it cooks and that it, it sort of becomes one, but yeah, most of my stuff's done on the stovetop, stirring it up, breaking it down. And then noises, but it does. Yeah. It makes that sound. Um, I, I, I think as a disclaimer to our listeners, yeah. Um, uh, all three of you, this is, uh, this is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So if you're one of our listeners in a country that doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, I don't, I don't know how to describe this other than what you find on the Wikipedia page. Yeah. And most of that's accurate ish ish it's it's accurate ish like that's um that's my favorite thing about um about wikipedia is close um, enough kind of well so one of the things that 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 you'll experience with wikipedia is that like there are people who get paid to edit those wikipedia pages um it's the history you want not the history that actually happened more or less um you uh I, i found that wikipedia could be uh, a pretty reliable source on, on a lot of topics, but you, it, it is definitely something there. You know, you you do want to read, you know, where they're sourcing their information from. Yeah, um, I, I I do enjoy. Um, now it's gotten a bit loose. I actually, I rich uh, originally I loved how loose it was, but I've um, so now like, uh, say I was writing an article about Bill Baker. Um, your efforts to edit that article about Bill Baker would be like, um, you would get more, um, you would be able to edit way easier than I can, which on one end makes sense because you are a Bill Baker, like you are one of them. Um, there's like three of you. Um, and one of you unfriended me, which fucking pisses me off. Sorry. By the way, but like, yeah, well, it's not like I don't know if you can get a hold of that kid in Oklahoma. I want to find him in a ditch, missing missing a leg, with his penis like shoved in his mouth. Um, but they, you can edit that out. <laughs> yeah, no, or just well, leave. Sure it. You know, he's he's no. he was a nice family man. Now he's dead with his dick in his mouth. <laughs> Well, there's, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's once you, you know, after you turn your back on a Bill Baker handful of times and try to continue to do it and they keep bugging you about shit, like at some point you just start shoving their dicks in their mouth and eventually they'll learn. It's like a dog with a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out or they won't <laughs> and they'll just end up with their dick in their mouth. <laughs> no um uh yeah i oh i don't even remember my original point there doesn't need to be one there doesn't yeah, need there to never be one. should be um so i i've met folks who've, who've tried to edit their own wikipedia page but they've been told that you know you, you can't do that or or they they faced pushback i do remember when wikipedia was was super loose like you could you could edit um, one of my favorite ones when, when we'd be at work would be at, at uh, the like uh, like the desk where you know this is before everyone had smartphones. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you would go to, you'd go to your work desk and you would look up like this yes. is Air Force thing. You would look up your occupation, right? And someone would always edit it and say, and, and I remember there was one there. Self-editing um, was so cool. Yeah. Like it was and, so cool back in the day. Yeah. And they, they, you'd throw in and so-and-so was so-and-so. The war was ended because so-and-so's gigantic penis. And yeah. And it was like, yeah, like that sounds great. Like whoever did that. Johnson and Hitler stood there standing side by side, slapping their penises against each other. doesn't matter. Like, don't even worry about the year it was. Yeah. Um, it was just like, it was, it was the most, like I, it was the best penis jousting I'd ever seen. Among the best. Yes. Easily. Top yeah. 10. Um, I mean, unless you get into the amateurs, there were a lot of good penis jousters in the amateurs. So honestly, uh, I, I penis jousted a bit in the amateurs. Bernie well. Sanders was a penis jouster. Uh, a lot of people. Yeah, no, no. Spent I, the sixties and seventies uh, when he wasn't out protesting for the greater good. He was a professional penis jouster. That was how he he got so tight with the guys from Ben and Jerry. That was all competitive penis jousting. I didn't yeah, know it was and, that big in Vermont, but apparently, you know, and, yeah, ice cream and cheddar cheese. And if, if if American society could just let go of their weird sort of like their their stigmas and their hangups. Like, I mean, we we would have penis jousting and cricket. It would be it would be far more entertaining, and I, I think a far more accurate depiction of everyday American life than football. You know, um, it, it's it's about it would be about as entertaining and and really kind of the same thing as like the open hand slap game, like the open hand slap fighting. Um, that that you you know you see videos for on Instagram, um, but it's it's penis jousting. Yeah. So um. Okay. So do you remember like uh, you were you were a child once? Once. Yeah. And um and waiting for your next turn. <laughs> I mean, because who doesn't love the swing set? Yeah. Oh. If you, you ever get that that could do the backflip off of the swing set, you were cool. Oh, oh yeah. When you could actually, oh yeah. That's when you remember how you had to like you had to twist it around because like so many times because it's like no, I I, I really I'm gonna try to flip it. Um, <laughs> no, I would love a moment where my daughter is pushing me on the swing set because um, I want to show her how to do it right. And at 40 got, years old, that's that's the that's the time to do something you haven't done in 35 years. <laughs> no, but the um no, do you remember the uh there's a weird thing? I because you're the same age as I am, so I assume it it occurred in whatever weird sort of Nazi camp you grew up in. Um that uh do you remember the slap boxing? in the locker room yeah yeah um i there's a weird part of me that would watch those fights not on pay-per-view i'm not paying for them but if you want to throw them for free on like regular television well have you seen the open hand slap competitions where one doodle smack a guy and then he'll stand up and he'll smack the guy 
I mean, I'm sure there's a technique to where like you 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 aim for the, the ear to knock out the equilibrium. Don't let everyone know it's it's in the hips and the shoulder. I mean, it's, the hips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a boxing coach, so I mean, it, you you'd be the guy to listen to. But yeah, it's. I think as long as you aim for that ear, you're gonna you're gonna affect the uh, um, their equilibrium, and and you might be able to score a knockout. You know, and I think that's kind of. Um, See, and I think that's where everyone goes wrong. They don't go wrong, but that's where they cheapen the game. They're they're aiming for the equilibrium. The equilibrium. I want them to aim for like the like you just like I saw you. I I just saw you kiss Charlotte. You son of a bitch. You mother effer. Um, yeah. No, no. I am taking our car home. No, I am not too drunk to drive. You can find a cab and a hotel. Like that's the kind of slap I want to see. Just a big mark across the face. And when you see the yeah, big no, mark, with the like... scratch from the from from the glittered nails. Like <laughs> I want to see like a piece of bright gold glitter in the eye on the contact lens <laughs> like that the guy is like no no it's really no it's fine i can fix it no it's we're we're good no she's like just make sure she goes home safe like that's <laughs> i want to see that on pay-per-view i wouldn't mind i i wouldn't mind i'd pay to see that um so because, so- you know it's too it's too cheap to live my life like i what, what, okay, um, we actually had, what's interesting, we actually had a list of things that we were going to talk about. Yeah, um, and we've ignored all of them. We've, every we've single one of them. Yes. Um, so I sent you a link yesterday, uh, and it was from a press conference. I believe it was in Pennsylvania, um, where they were breaking down voter irregularities. Did you get a chance to watch that? Um, yeah, I don't, I I I'm still I'm torn on this one. It's it's a hard one because it, it it's very much an uphill battle um, to to prove the amount of fraud that would be necessary to overturn an election. I to be honest, in all of this, I realize I don't believe shit. No. These, it's, it's all being presented to us by people I'm almost certain have falsified evidence in the past. You know, um, well, it, it just it all plays into Bill Hicks. My favorite Bill Hicks thing is who are you going to vote for? The puppet on the left or the puppet on the right? Oh, joke's on you. There's one guy controlling both puppets. And... I think in this moment, I have never felt so like, like, uh, I, I don't think it was the, uh, oh God, I hate to say this. This actually hurts. Um, I don't think there was the American experiment, the American dream, the American, all that. I think it was the American illusion. At what point do you think it became the illusion? Like it was, it was before, uh, before our lifetime, but certainly in the last hundred and 12 or 115 years after uh i'm gonna say lincoln why after the reason why i picked lincoln and this is because this is the perfect moment because 
everyone loves Lincoln because Lincoln, um, in Lincoln's world, he created equality. Um, you can make the uh, the argument that Jefferson created equality, but um, and we've had this conversation. It's like, who is the worst president? The guy that owned slaves, or the guy that was racist? Lincoln Lincoln's mission was not to free sla- uh, free the slaves. Was not to end slavery. It was just a convenient proposition. His was to complete the union, like to solidify the federal government, to have one, like instead of states' rights, to have like global power. Um, now there's that. I um, I have a big issue with uh, yeah with Roosevelt, with Teddy and Woodrow Wilson. Because that's when we get into like a global sort of government. Um, but okay, so I don't want to say you know what, whatever we, whatever like we have to work through over the next hundreds of years or whatever as a government, it's totally worth it for the sake that there are not people that are forced to work. And to do the bidding of other people without any compensation or any rights of their own. Like it, it, it is worth it for I, like, you know, I don't know. The America hates communism. Let's go with communism. I'd be totally fine with communism in our country if I have to sacrifice that sort of my liberty in order that I can't own another person or another person can't own another person. Um, and deep down inside, if you look at it, we're all owned. Like we're all, we're all paid like 10 bucks here or there for an hour of our life. So we can, you know, sell whatever product that no one needs to someone that doesn't even really want it. But people are just, a a lot of the people are, I mean, are, they're conditioned to need to purchase products that they don't they don't need it's all stuff it's all of it's all imaginary stuff and you're essentially paying to lease it you know you um you stop paying your your netflix bill you know you, you don't get to to keep that those netflix movies um now, i i had a really good friend of mine who um he bought um he bought like a little like building in his garage painted green so he could have a backdrop um so he could do his podcast um and uh and it was it yeah it was it was devastating and i i think a lot of us a lot of us tried to tell him it's like hey you know you don't know <laughs> nice well played <laughs> okay you win that one <laughs> I don't know. We we have a media that we have we're not able to trust. Um, we we have well, it's media a la carte. Like I've always said, like you pick, like you decide how you want this to play out, and then you choose whoever's going to tell you that's the way it plays out. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's it's, where we're at. 
another thing that I, I wanted to ask you about was um, most of us are aware about the iPhone updates that came out uh, earlier this year, the COVID updates, um, but they're just now starting to uh, make the news. The, the, the iPhone update came out a while ago, but uh, Fox News, I'm sorry, uh, CNN uh, your phone can send you an alert if you were near someone who has the coronavirus. And this has been something that um, we've been, you know, kind of afraid of before, but this is from them. As new coronavirus uh, cases explode nationwide, health officials are turning to cell phones to help slow the spread of infections. Thanks to technology available on Apple and Google phones, you can now get pop-up notifications in some states if you were close to someone who later tested positive for COVID-19. The alerts come via state health department apps that use Bluetooth technology to detect when you, or more precisely, your phone has been in close contact with an infected person's phone. While these okay. apps can't keep you safe, they only let you know after you've been exposed. They could prevent others from getting infected if you take precautions such as self-quarantining after receiving an alert. So, um, like I'm, okay, I, as a disclaimer, I want to let everyone know I am an idiot. Like I, I am not, I am not an intelligent person by any means. Um, that might be the title of this episode. I am not an intelligent <laughs> person by any means. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I feel like it would be more beneficial if you let me know before the fact than after the fact. But all that aside, um, this has been so this has been going on for a while because I remember like because I'm I, oh see I wish Siri was here so someone would make me look less nerdy um, just call Jacob just be like get get up dude like bro like we need you to sit here like you don't even have to say anything it's not like he's going to say anything anyway <laughs> I just I just need to actually we could pretend like he's here. You know, what anyway, unlike Siri. Um <laughs> the, no, no, like I saw this warning, um, this disclaimer from the get-go, and I'm like, okay, so you have the technology to track someone that has COVID. And then later I can tell you that you came encounter with someone who had COVID. But I didn't bother to tell you, hey, you're about to have some, uh, contact with someone who has COVID while I can drive you around to the freaking like, you know, to the, uh, the Napa auto parts store in freaking like, you know, Eagle, Alaska. Like you will give me like that 12 hour and 15 minute direction and how I need to get there. So you know where I'm going to be at any given moment. And you know that there's someone with COVID, but you're going to wait until to tell me until afterwards. Like, 
I'm like I like I said, I'm an idiot. No, Jake, don't go to Walmart. Everyone there has the butt scratching illness. Um, yeah, it's well. I, on, that, on that, end, that one might be on me. Uh, on uh, I, that scares the shit out of me. That that scares the shit out of me for a couple of different reasons. Um, what that means essentially is that they're always tracking you, and they're just reporting it later. Um, yeah, well, I, I I have two I have two views on that. On one end, like I am upset that I'm always being tracked and all my data is always being stolen. Everything about me it belong uh, it doesn't it doesn't even get to. I guess it belongs to me, but it gets to just be freely. Like if I make a painting, I at least have some uh, creative rights to it. But my mind apparently doesn't have any creative rights. Um, so, so it scares me that, that that's all going to someone else. What also scares me is um, not only are they, do they probably know me better than I know myself, but they also get to, nip, uh, to manipulate my view of the world. Um, but more than anything, it's like uh, they're really causing me a bit of a hassle. Like, I think like, you know, if, uh, if I, yeah, if I didn't have this bit of fear in me about everything that's going on, like, um, because they know that this is what's going to make me go buy a bunch of toilet paper. Like I feel like I I, I feel All like of this was set up by the industrial toilet paper complex. Oh yeah, well yeah, that and that and plexiglass. <laughs> yeah, the the industrial plexiglass complex is another one that that that's clearly fucking with us right now. So, Have you held the plexiglass against your wife's mouth until the COVID went away? <laughs> That's the only thing that that's the well, we were doing that before. It's the only way to, that we start Rome. Um so, so going back to the COVID, uh, the COVID thing, there's this is where it gets re, uh, also interesting because there's there's very clearly malicious intent with the way that our phones are being used. So uh, this coming from uh, complex.com, US military reportedly buying user location data from Muslim prayer app for counterterrorism. Um in a report by Joseph Cox for Vice, it has been revealed that Muslim Pro, an app with over 98 million downloads, is being utilized by the military for counterterrorism purposes. The U.S. military has used or continues to use two different data streams, Babel Street and X Mode, to obtain location data. The latter of the two gets its location information from apps directly which is sold to contractors that include the military. Muslim Pro is an app that reminds its users when to pray. It can also inform people uh, the direction of uh, where the, um, of the uh, direction Mecca is from where the user currently is. Also included in the app is passages from the Quran, including audio reason, uh, readings. It's worth noting that as of right now, Muslim Pro fails to mention X mode in its privacy policy. There's also no pop-up when the app is installed that tells the user that their location data could be sold or shared. So if you have, let, let's say you've got, and, and I don't want to, um, I don't, don't want to 
fuck people up and say the name of an app that isn't actually selling their data to to law enforcement agencies. But if you have, they all are. probably just yeah, just um, so you know. But if I'll you say, have, just sue me. If <laughs> you have an app on your phone that tells you what uh, cannabis retail uh, operations are nearby. Is it really that far of a stretch to say that, you know, uh, law enforcement could be using that when you're in a state that if you're visiting a state that doesn't have recreational cannabis or doesn't have recreational drug laws um, to to find out where the drug dealers are because you druggies are traveling? Well, that's why I've always advised everyone to open source VPN. Um Yeah. Uh, you know what? Unplug. Like, I mean, do we have, I like, I hate to say that because what a great tool this internet is. What a great tool. Like, remember the days where the internet didn't have advertising on it. We weren't collecting data. We weren't selling you products. We were just like, hey, it it was like walking through a museum. And it's uh, it's sad to see that day's gone away. Um, and if you all sign up for my uh, mailing list and you give me my information, I'll explain to you how wonderful of a day it used to be when the internet didn't collect your data. Meanwhile, I'm collecting your data and selling it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, no, I, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be the one. You gotta convince everyone, like, yeah, because everyone else is worried that you're collecting their data, and so you need to collect the data of the people that are worried about their data being collected. Most of us live pretty boring lives, though. That's that's the thing that sucks. Like, it's really just being used to sell us shit, like burrito blankets. Which, by the way, mine is on the way. <laughs> oh, did you get a burrito blanket? I got a I, I got a baby. I got a burrito blanket. Ah. Oh. All right. Upcoming episode review of the burrito blanket. Ooh, I want an unboxing of the burrito blanket. We might do that. Whether or not it, it turns it turns my wife into a tasty chalupa, I don't know. I'll let you know. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Too soon. Too soon. Um <laughs> Man, we live in we live in interesting times that, that are are only getting more and more interesting. But it doesn't even not feel real at this point. Like for real, it so doesn't even. Um, like I wake up and I go through my day and I make my kids food and I pretend like I give a shit about their education. Um, and I'm like, I'm sent into town for unneeded stuff. And I'm like, like all of this just feels like I'm on pause. Like I'm waiting until there's a fucking answer. That's all of us are doing all of the time. And, and there's, no, there's no answer. We just end up with a greater, with a greater existential dread. Um, <laughs> because... What happens is when, when most people get COVID and they don't have any symptoms, they're just going to get pissed off. Like our lives stop for this, for this. Now, some people are having horrible experiences with this 
and it is wrecking people's lives and it is wrecking people's families. However, there's a there's the vast majority of the population that is uh, they're not experiencing that. Well, I that's actually that was something um, you can edit this out or not, but that was something I was wondering about you. It's like, why are you like, why are you such a dick that you won't bother get getting COVID? <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, like, nah, I'm good. Like, no, like that's honestly that's rude. Like, <laughs> you got members of your family with issues, and you're just gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and not get it. Y'all are good. That's like being the that's being the dad that doesn't get on the roller coaster with your children. Yeah, yeah, but um, but the ride that my kids are on seems pretty boring to them as well. Like if 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 you took you would need to tell my kids and then prove to them that there was anything wrong with them, right? For them to to even recognize it, because I don't think that they do. I don't, you know, like there's in a worst case scenario, like maybe one of them got some sniffles and they were like, ah, I had sniffles for a day. I, I thought I was, it was just cause I went for a walk outside. There were, well, what about the part of them? Like, you know, ejaculating demons in the tube socks. No, that's me. That's me. Oh, that, that, that one's you. That one's all you. That's, that's all me. That's, that's, that's me in the tube socks. Which sucks because you'd figure I'd just shoot for the drain at this point. I don't, you know, you never hit the drain. It's always just up to the left. That's for you, ladies, just so you know. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to JFK. Um, <laughs> Back into the left. Oh my God. I thought I said the most offensive thing possible and you beat me. <laughs> Um. Anyway, you were saying like something. <laughs> oh my god! Um, uh, you're a horrible person. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, JFK, by the way, got murdered, and we just made a sperm reference. <laughs> I thought that was what we were supposed to do, my friend. Well, I wanted to lead with that. I mean, you start and there then have, and, and then have a strong finish where we like exploded all over the JFK. Sometimes yeah. you got to do that. Um, so one of the things that came up in the news yesterday, um, and, and it's worth addressing now because who would have thought that they would deny it? Um, Singer of the Weekend said that he was uh, snubbed from the Grammys after saying uh, or after uh, deciding to perform at the Super Bowl. Uh, the Grammys have have responded and say uh, nothing's corrupt. And because why would it be? They said uh, the Grammys had no issue with him performing at the Super Bowl and would have loved to have him also perform at the award show. TMZ broke the story. Negotiations for the weekend's Grammy performance got nasty, and our sources say he was issued an ultimatum: play for us or the Super Bowl. As for Weekend receiving zero nominations, Mason claims 
There was nothing nefarious to it. He says, to be clear, voting in all categories and well before the weekend's performance at the Super Bowl was announced. So in no way could it have affected the nomination, uh, the nominating process. As we reported, the weekend would be doing uh, the Super Bowl halftime show on November 12th. Uh, the Grammys point out its voting deadline for nominations was in October. Mason is adamant no one was upset about the prospect of the singer performing at both events because the Grammys happened first. Um, the Grammys remain corrupt, uh, the weekend says. I try to emphasize uh, with where that came from, but it was difficult to hear. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Despite the apparent damage control, it appears this controversy is not going any, uh, away anytime soon. The weekend's manager, Sal Slaby, also slammed corrupt leaders at the Grammys and demanded transparency. In the words of Ice Cube, everything's corrupt. Well, you know, my thing is you have to understand a lot of people that are voting in the Grammys um, uh, voted absentee. <laughs> So, so I can understand why the Grammys were leaning towards Trump. Um, uh, people got lots of votes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, man, uh, I, you know what? I'm just going to sit back. I'm just going to like, I'm going to close my eyes for four more years. Like I've done for the past 40 years. And I, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say I voted for Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> like, it, it's all right. Like, my president is my president. I'm not, I'm, you know, I respect the office. Um, like, I wish whoever leads our nation the best. Uh, I still, like, I voted for Joe Jorgensen. 1.5% fucking crushing it. They <laughs> I mean, I think they, they all... Everyone is fighting to, uh, um, uh, to to hide the 80 million votes that Kanye got. I think, you know what I think is going on? I think, I think 98% of the population voted for Joe Jorgensen, 2% voted for Kanye. And there was like three guys going like, are we going to pick, are, are, are we going to pick Trump or Biden? Cause they both kind of suck and they're both dicks. <sighs> Yeah, you know what? Like, here's here's the thing: you get a you get a young guy like Kanye in, like he doesn't. I need an old priest and a young priest. But <laughs> um, yeah, I I think a Kanye Kanye as president would have been a whole lot more fun than anybody. And with respect to our last president from Chicago, one of them has a wife that you can find on Pornhub. Which one? um <laughs> oh my god okay so here's okay so here's a question would you would you watch michelle obama porn no. like how dirty do you feel answering that question oh really dirty um really dirty really dirty i really dirty um but like she all by the time she came to us, right? Um, by the time that she she came. By the way, she's a wonderful lady. I after after asking that question, I need to clarify that she is a wonderful person. I, and yeah. I, it, it is me that is a horrible person. Agreed. Nothing to do with her. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. Agreed. So, 
uh, you have you have Michelle Obama, who by the time she she came to us and was presented as the the wife of uh, of the the senator from uh, Illinois. By the time she got to us, she was or Illinois she, for the rest of America. Uh, she was the you know like he's a German, by the way. She was was it like a Harvard lawyer? Like she's got a she's got an incredible oh, yeah. resume of things that she's accomplished. Now she's done more than any person that's listening to this podcast has ever done or will ever do in their life. Jokes on except you. except her. Jokes was on because she, she's a listener. Listener, she's she is a big listener, uh, and and we're all just trying to we're all just trying to get onto her level. <laughs> um, but no, so Michelle Obama, by the time she got to us, she was a very accomplished woman. The way we were introduced to Kim Kardashian, and and I'm going back to Kardashian. Um, I, I I don't like saying Kardashian. I don't like it. It sounds ugh. I like Kardashian. Like, hey, that OJ Simpson's like lawyer's daughter is getting fucked by some dude, and you can get it on the internet. Yeah, if if we you were, have high speed, we were. It was it was superstar Kim, uh, and Ray J. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Brandy's little brother. That's how she became famous to us. It's it, like it's totally acceptable. We've seen her naked um, through through uh, the ages. I mean, starting in like 2006 or 2007 when that video came out, when they first started dropping those snippets. There were dudes I was at, I was at work with uh, in in the Air Force who were who were on duty going to like a government computer to buy that porn um i um that's how bad she was like well it's it's like it was like the only porn you could get bored of like you just be like oh god uh, you guys are watching this again no dude like that people i don't know how many views that has on the hub uh the kim kardashian film 800 trillion somehow yes every Everyone has seen it before. Before the Pope liked that uh, that that Instagram model's booty shot, he was watching this. Um, well, they no, that's I think actually that's a thing now. Like when because um, you know how they do the smoke thing, where when it comes out a certain color, then they've chosen the new Pope. Um, the last question is like, so how into the Kim Kardashian video were you? And that's sort of your final question. And be like, that's when they that's when they pop out that this is the official this is our guy smoke. I don't even care if you believe in Jesus or not. Like you're like we were just like, dude, like well, yeah, yeah, you, you, you saw that you, you saw her getting slammed by by Ray J, right? Yeah, by Brandy. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like okay, you're you're the new Pope. You know that last guy? That last guy had no idea. He didn't he didn't know what keeping up with the Kardashians were. He didn't know about Chloe. He didn't know about Tristan. He didn't know about Baby Stormy. He didn't know anything like that. Um, so that's why he's not the Pope. You knew that stuff, sir. You knew all of our Cardassian trivia. All right. You are our guy. All right. Now, uh, now, now, help us deflect from uh, these scandals. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. So with that. Um, cause I, cause I want to, I, I want to say based on that information, I was like, I was one play ticket away from being the Pope. Um, but, um, so something that always frustrated me in my life was <clears throat> I knew all the Kardashian drama 
and I haven't watched a single fucking episode. Like, how is it? Like, mad props to them and that family that I know everything that's going on in their life, and I've never watched their fucking show. So part of it is um, is that that we worked in radio, and so we kind of had to stay at least kind of a breath. How you say worked? Not just like indentured servants, or like, <laughs> um, or just shills to the man. I like shills to the man. We'll call ourselves shills to the man. Um, but we, we had to. We had we, to know that shit. We had to know. We, we, hold on. We were just happy we weren't the guys that had to like haul the big blocks up to build the pyramid. We just talked a lot. So we had the easy jobs in the, in the grand scheme of things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, got to pretend to be famous, but yeah, it's a, it's, and that's a and that's a weird thing. It's a, because it's a small town fame, and it's based solely on your voice. Yeah, which is which is a very weird thing because if you just want to like slip away and disappear, you, you can just you just talk in an accent. Maybe maybe just go real slow. Maybe change the way you speak to people and. Maybe people think oh, man. Hey, boom, oh, no, I'm talking. at Boomhauer yeah. today. Um, oh man! Oh my God! We both went Boomhauer. That's funny. Because damn man, tell you what, like damn, it's like you know, yeah, I'm down the street, and you know I'm but then you're going backward, and then the next thing's like a boob is taken out, and like you know, don't I don't even know you, dang old man. <laughs> Everybody loved Boomhauer. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so working working in radio, you had to stay abreast of of like the the pop culture nonsense. You had to know what was going on. You had to know kind of kind of what movies were uh, people were watching, um, and so you just kind of go from there. But generally speaking, you just have how to- does your chat? Oh, sorry, I, I hate to interrupt you. How did your cat just change color? Oh, I've got I've got two cats here now. Okay. It was decided that it was decided that uh, that Nutter Butter, the Slayer of Shrews, uh, needed a friend. So um, so shout out to Vinny from the Schnitzel Bomber. He he didn't move in and become uh, the he, kitten's his friend. his cat's a whore, and he needed to get rid of some, and you no, picked one up. No, somebody somebody I guess dropped off a box of kittens uh, on the side of the Schnitzel Bomber. Oh, by the way, if you want some free food at the Schnitzel Bomber, just drop off a box of kittens. Um, <laughs> the um, they uh, I think the minimum requirement I think is four kittens. More kittens. No, like four kittens for a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know no, what you're just... to say there. I'm just going to assume that Pete that that you you mean that the Schnitzel Bomber is taking kittens for currency. Huh? Yeah, no, it's an exchange. No, no, they're definitely no. They're not serving your kittens. Let's not get that rumor started. Good, yeah, uh, don't start after that. the last time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, for cute. real. Like, like if you're short on cash, just breed some kittens, bring them to the Snitzel Bomber, and, and they'll and give them to Bill. Can't say no to you. They're just like, here's, <laughs> you got kittens? Oh, we love kittens. Okay, okay. Here's some bread pudding too. I love that you don't like when you go to the Schnitzel Bomber. You're not entirely sure what exactly food is going to like put you out for the next two days. <laughs> I am um, my favorite thing to do at the Schnitzel Bomber is um, is just sleep. Well, 
that's <laughs> my favorite thing to do afterwards. But I tell them like what I'm feeling, you know, like this is da 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 da. Make something up for me, okay? And it's like it's like you challenged me, and so um, let me see what I can do. Or I'll, I'll pull up and say, hey, can you just freestyle something for me? Just put something together. Here's you know, ten bucks, fifteen bucks, whatever. Get creative for fifteen bucks. And and so I get I'm an Aquarius Pisces cusp. If you could, Mercury's in retrograde. Ah! <laughs> um, but they're but they're they're such uh, such sweet and creative people that they can get creative with these these ingredients. And and I like to think of uh, of like. The, the different ingredients is almost like different colors in a painting, right? Maybe if I use a little bit more of this, maybe if I use a little bit less of this, here's some of this. Oh, and then let's throw on like a uh, kraut made from our, our homegrown cabbage. You know, and, well, and the other thing is like, even if they get it wrong, like even if, even if they accidentally hit you with a Gemini when you're really a Sagittarius, um, it's going to be good. Yeah. Like, um, but, but we've discussed this on many occasions. It's like, you know, it's, I would, I would say eating at the, uh, the, the, the snitchel bomber is like, um, is like taking mushrooms. You give yourself six hours because you eat it. You're going to be out. Like, you're um i agree you yeah there's there's comfort food and then there's what they do i think that like in a, in a very real way um and I, i'm i'm i don't know if this is uh legal but i feel like if you showed up with your own ingredients and you're like hey here's a jar of some really cool chilies from from thailand and here's some like authentic German sauerkraut. Can you make something? And crazy? a Cuban cigar. And a Cuban <laughs> cigar. Make something. Make something funky for me. They you know, that they could do it. You could play that. You you could probably play that game with them. Like I don't know. I maybe if you can bring your own fish to I think it's Frozos. You can bring in the fish that you caught, and they'll they'll cook it for you. Um, yeah. Then if if you can do that then I'm sure you could bring in your own, like your grandma's homemade sauerkraut or, you know, um, fermented puffin. Or just like, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully everyone understands like the, (laughs) no. So actually it's funny because, um, because I'm currently sporting a new haircut. Um, This is my first post COVID haircut, by the way, because my hair before was like gigantic and long. And um, the guy who did my hair, he was like, he asked me, do you want the hair over your ears or under your ears? He's like, well, I like, I like my haircut under my ears. He's like, all right, I know what to do. Um, because when I go and get a haircut, I realize the guy cutting my hair does this all day long, every day. Um, and when I get to the point, um, like, I know what I think is going to work for me. Doesn't necessarily work for me, but he's seen like a ton of stuff. So I just go, you know what? I'm giving you creative freedom. You do what you want with my hair. 
Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think I basically I'm saying, I'm saying we should all bring raw turkeys to the, the Wiener's Mitchell. <laughs> like just, just 30 pound raw turkeys every day and be like, what can you do with this? <laughs> like, let's see if we can just fill that place up. <laughs> the poor family has to go home. They're out of, they're out of freezer space. You keep bringing in a, a bear. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Actually, they'll do they'll do all of the all, all of all of the butcher work for you. Like, make sure you skin it and gut it on the field, quarter it, but just bring in the quarters in a like a in a burlap sack, drop it off there, and come back later for a sandwich. <laughs> all right, I'll be back in thirty, man. Uh, throw some cheese on there, some Havarti. <laughs> Oh my gosh, nuts. Got a moose. Two moose. Got two moose this year. Yeah. Got lucky, got double tags. It's a weird (laughs) thing. There's a dude, uh uh there's um a dude in Anchorage named uh Justin and and Justin Eats. Justin Eats has a a YouTube and a Facebook, I believe it's a YouTube. I know he's got a Facebook page, but he goes around and he um reviews food around Anchorage. Oh, I, I actually, I wanted to talk to you about that. I think we should do that because um, I did something similar to that in Seattle. That aside, Justin is a total douchebag name. And if he ever wants to fight in the ring. <laughs> Justin well, seems no. like a sweetheart who, who I believe takes his little girl with him uh, on some of these, uh, these, these dining adventures. Um, I'll fight his little girl too. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, you listen to this. I think you're awesome. Um, but no, I I, I do um, too, Justin. I I wanted you to, still should fight. <laughs> I wanted to do a review down here, but we've only got like seven restaurants. I know we should do. Well, there's there's a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of things we should do. I um. Uh, I think you, I, and Siri have talked about unboxing. And uh, anyone listening to this who's made it this far into the episode, you are so diehard that I love you. Um, thank you for joining this far into this nonsense. Um, but it's like it's in it's insomniac theater at this point. Um, but um, I think it I think it would be very cool. And I don't really know quite the. like I don't know if you review the restaurant here or if you review the product here. Um, because we have, like you said, we have so few restaurants. Uh, one thing I love to do, uh, anytime I ever go to a, pro, uh, to a restaurant and it's my first time, I ask them what their signature dish is. Um, and that's not because that's what I want. I just want to know what they're the most proud of. Yeah. And oftentimes, oftentimes it's not even the thing they're the best at, but, um, Okay, I'm not gonna. I because I think we should probably do like a little, we should do a little review, especially with Siri because look, we'll get this like, well, the this the gazpacho bean comes from a weird place of northern Colombia or some like yeah, we'll and get like all this. On where you are, it's a sparkling gazpacho bean. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it'll be great if we do it with him. Then we can at least at least we'll sleep. Um, 
someone will have provided something resembling correct information. <laughs> I, know. I know. Someone will be ruining all of our speculation. Um, oh, see that? Oh, that? Oh. This You're is not Mr. willing to give Lepew? that one up, are you? We don't know if Mr. LePew is a boy or a girl, but the name is Mr. LePew. Um, I had a, a black cat. And and that apparently was Pep was was Pepe's butt. <laughs> I um I had a black cat uh and she was a girl and she jumped out my window when we were yeah, I'm not gonna leave that on the, <laughs> the podcast. But uh anyway, so she was uh she was a girl and her name was Mr. Pickles. As it should be. As it should be. Yeah, that's that's a stupid cat. You should get rid of that one. To me. Kittens are cool, man. Like, like I've always been a dog guy. I, I never liked cats oh. until until I, I, I became a grown-up. Right. Um every dog guy becomes a cat guy. It happens. And don't get me wrong. Just accept it. My, Just, my my best friend is still toothless the pit bull. Um, but, but in a very, very real way, like cats are just cooler cats. No, like cool stuff. They, I mean, granted they shit in a box and show you their asshole all the time. Um, you know, you, you can't, well, once you start putting your finger in it, they, they stop. Why are you putting their finger in their shit box? No, in their asshole, not in the shit box. That would be gross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the no the um honestly uh it took me a while to adjust um and i and every i think everybody goes through this like i'm watching i'm actually watching my brother going through the same thing not the brother that lives with, with me but the brother that has this like gigantic mansion of a house and like worked in russia for years and like as um an assassin you know, yeah yeah well you know one in the head two in the chest um the uh so he was such a dog guy forever like the biggest like the you know he'd been one of those guys like if you could have a saint bernard that drools and like like growls at people and that like jumps at the cage that would have been his kind of dog um but always loved him anyway so he broke down and he got my niece um was a like eight year old daughter got her a kitten, and guess whose kitten it actually turned out to be, and guess who's a cat guy now? Like he just broke down, and yeah, because cat like cats when you yeah see they do this stuff. They're playing. Yeah, cats cats are dicks like that, man. They win you over. Just so you know, they don't love you though. Like, like if you if you die in this room tonight in the next couple minutes, like your pinky finger is going to be chewed off by one of those kittens. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. No... I get it. My 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 lips would be chewed off. I I get it. No, I, I understand completely. Um, you know, Dogs are loyal, but kittens, oh god, cats, man, they're they're cool. I don't know how long it'll take for. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like like 
one of my dogs would eat me the second I die. I mean, eventually, like they're gonna, they're you gonna. Know, I kind of feel like they'd more scratch at you and then just kind of like as your chair tipped over would just kind of like poop on the side of you. It's sort of like marking their territory. This like, is my guy. Like, I'm, I want to, yeah, I want to eat him later. <laughs> um, and that's, and that's where we're at. We're, you know, our dogs are just eating us and I'm okay with that. Like I like my dogs. I don't want them to starve. Um, and if, if that can be alleviated by, uh, them eating my corpse, I'm okay with that, man. Um, and that, that's why, uh, I wanted to bring up our sponsor of, uh, plant-based protein superfood, a weight gain product, because if your dogs need to eat you, you want to make sure you have as much weight on, uh, plant-based. I lost you. I lost you. Um, yeah, we're going to make vegan cats. So we're going to do it. Just kidding, cats. I'm not going to make you vegans. I wouldn't want you to be vegans because, uh, I mean, I know some pretty sweet vegans, um, but I just don't think that you guys necessarily want to be vegans. Part of your diet is, uh, I mean, you kill shrews for your own pleasure. And, and now they're fighting again. All right, guys, uh, I'm going to, watch them fight for a couple minutes and play and it's so cute all right maybe i'll post some pictures in fact uh if you're still listening to this go to the instagram page at woken big now they stopped i'm just gonna post the pictures all right um yeah there you go all right i love you guys have a great day uh do the things you know you're supposed to do or or don't you'll figure it out oh no jake is back jake i almost I almost shut down. I was almost, I was, I was giving closing remarks because you just disappeared on me. However, yeah. you're back. You, you yeah. It's back. The, okay. So um, I don't know when they started this and I'm pretty sure it's Obama's fault, but apparently if you don't plug your laptop in, the battery just finishes on you. Yeah, they, and that, that's, that's Obama-era uh, regulation. Before that, um, yeah, you, you didn't have to plug your laptop in. It would just keep going. Yeah. No, it just – see, it's, this is all this solar power, like, Green Deal nonsense that they're trying to push in. See, they want me to plug my laptop in because they want me to rely on the sun – which we live in Alaska, so I only got three hours a day that I can rely on. The, well, until the summer, then I have all the time. But the um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I don't trust it. Um, I'm glad we were able to document it. Like everyone just got to see how Obama tried to silence us, <laughs> and that's. And that's, uh, yeah, what we're looking at. Um, yeah. So according to, I wanted to mention this because I think it's very important. Uh, Drake uh, has said, uh, you know, um, Drake said Wednesday night, I think we should stop allowing ourselves to be shocked every year by the disconnect between impactful music and these awards and just accept that uh, what was once the highest form of recognition 
may no longer matter to the artists that exist now and the ones that come after. It's like a relative you keep expecting to fix up, but they just can't change their ways. That was Drake speaking about the Grammys. I, I want to go back to that real quick because I thought that was awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, all I get out of that is Drake is sounding like a loser. <laughs> no, no, that's... <laughs> I sorry, sorry, Drake, Mr. Drake, Sir Drake, whatever. I, has he been knighted? I'm not um, sure. The um, yeah, I, it it's a very it's a very good point. It's pretty uh, it's pretty on point, but it's it's not a good enough point to uh to not take advantage of that joke. Um, remember that Jethro Tull won best heavy metal record. George Bush Jr. won an election. It's all rigged. It's like, you know, like look at the top, the bottom half. This is all. See, here's my theory: is they that the Emmys, the Grammys, all rigged, the presidential election, all rigged, and the whole reason is so people will argue over that and not look at the House of Representatives and the Senate, where the real rigging occurs. Because, because I guarantee, like we we look at um, we look at the kind of media that people are going to watch today. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone! Also, by the way, um, but we look at the we look at the uh, the elections and the things that people care about today. They're like, how did Millie Vanilli win? Um, no one's looking at your House of Reps. No one's looking at your Senate. They're looking at your presidential race. If you want to win the country, it's, I mean, what is it? You have your Supreme Court, you have your president, you have your Senate, and you have your House. If you can grab your House and your Senate, because the Supreme Court really doesn't have a whole lot to do. That's going to be one way or the other, depending on what time of, of the century you're alive. If you can grab two out of three of those while everyone's looking at the president, yeah, like you got the the president has no power. Well, he has a little bit of power. How many but what ideologues? if what? How many ideologues do you think are are trying to push for control of uh of the the of the House of, of Representatives? Um I mean like like really like how many how many actual ideologues on there are there versus how many opportunists? Okay, so oh, ooh, that's see they work together though. Um, see, this is the interesting thing when you get into this because you have to understand if you have the majority, if you have two thirds of the senate, uh, like I mean, if you have if you have the senate and you have the house, you can overturn anything the president does. <sighs> checks and balances um so the really smart players yeah they want the president but it's really the, it's it's the folks on the ground level the people are like like hey we're gonna win you this house vote 
like that. We're in a little community of 300,000 people or whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, I know you're running against this guy and yada, yada, and it's really hard to overturn him, but we're going to, we're going to put a ton of money. Like, look at the money put in on these, like, like there's situations where like almost the amount for the presidency was spent on a Senator. So, uh, Georgia's um, runoff election. I don't know if you've been keeping up with that. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to cost so much money for the Koch brothers and Soros. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, like the three people, this is going to be expensive for them. Well, there, um, there's, there's a flood of out of state money. And that's, yes. and that's fucking terrifying because you're talking about um, West Coast liberals um who don't have any actual investment in what goes on in georgia uh-huh. you're you well you're talking about and i don't want to say west coast liberals uh, specifically but you have folks from fuck if you live in oklahoma you shouldn't be throwing in money uh to to the georgia campaign i mean it's just not where you live so we've had this issue with uh in the state of alaska where you have just a flood of out-of-state money um, to go into uh, to, to go towards candidates who are um, who are essentially bought and paid for by by whoever's paying for their campaign. Um, I, I wonder. It, Shane Hazel. Well, no, it's too late now because yeah, because it's a runoff. I was going to say Shane Hazel for anyone that um, or Shane Hazel. So, um, state of Alaska, uh, yeah. we have a long history of folks taking out of state money in, in, for their in-state campaigns because people want the resources that are up here. They want the, they want the oil, they want the timber, they want this, they want that, they want the fish, um, but they want the influence. They want the influence of the people uh, over the people that actually live here. And I think that's such a, a fucking pompous ignorant dick move um i think most of them are showing up just to like straighten out like the the strings on your hoodie so you don't have the one that's a little bit longer than the other like that's kind of what us the entire city of alaska or the entire uh state of alaska have really been pushing for is like just to get bill to like even out his hoodie strings and we we fought for it oh don't like you gotta do it slow it slow and moan a bit <laughs> anyway go on um the flood of out-of-state it. money uh anytime that happens you have out-of-staters influencing um elections it's not about the people that live there it's about the influence right and, and people who don't live here that don't have an understanding of the things that happen here um, or the way that people are, it's a different culture. The same way that uh, California has, which is a great big state, has a different culture than Georgia, which is, a, again, a pretty big state with, with different cultures and different areas and different lifestyles. You know, uh, yeah, such a great point. Um, what I've always asked people to do, and I don't know why this is so difficult, but 
I've always asked people, just ask why. Like, I can see, like, if if billionaires come into our town and say, hey, I'm going to give millions of dollars. Um, so we can have, like, like, a school food program or we can feed the poor or, like, maybe we keep one of the um, – the public buildings warm and open and create like a little like warming center for the homeless. I can get that. Um, and I can understand the intent behind that when they're like, Hey, here's the money. When someone comes in and is like, Hey, here's these things I would like to do. And I'm putting a bunch of money on this candidate so he can buy more like signs to put in your yard. Uh, and more TV time. Like, I don't... I feel like a lot of these things that billionaires and someday, like someday soon, we're going to get to say trillionaires. Um, which is going to be crazy to to be able to, and, you know, and and Bill, I'm so proud of you for being the first. Um, but um or a close second behind behind your good buddy jeff um does jeff buy a moon house i don't you know i would be a dick and i would just like i'd be like you know what i'm gonna build a thing to like just push the the moon off of us like no one gets it because it's gonna be too hard for me to live up there but i don't want anyone else to have it so i'd blow it up um <laughs> what does that do to the tides don't care as long as someone else gets to live up there ever <laughs> like that that would be the ultimate like rapper flex is like i'm staying at jeff bezos place on the moon got zero mr t's like biggest piece i got i got the moon <laughs> no but um you know it's this is what always kills me. This is what always killed me with the politics and why I got into politics and why I'm also out of politics is I get you have to spend money to advertise yourself. That's the world we live in. Like advertising is advertising. Like, you know, hey, if you want a one-stop convenience store for all your needs, stop by business name. The best place on the peninsula for these items. Give us a call. This number. What's that again? This number. You know, and we also, we were talking earlier about, like, the, the fact that, like, our voice has been stolen. Like, there's there's a portion of us out there that, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out, like, Jersey subs have nothing against that business at all. Um, my voice and my ads, which are award-winning, um, and I don't, and I don't say like award-winning, like in a um, like, hey, I'm proud of those award-winning ads. I love Jersey Subs uh, sandwiches; they do an amazing job. Um, I like that I've that I've won a, uh, a couple awards for those. I've won awards in journalism, and I, I actually appreciate my awards in journalism more than I appreciate my awards and like shilling products. Um, but I have heard my voice 
And even times, not even my voice, my concepts being ripped off and stolen and used by another organization. And I can't, um, I, uh, it sucks because I can't protect myself from that. Um, I do appreciate, you know, I, I like, I, I do feel good about it in a way, like, cause I like the company. Like I like Jersey subs. They're good people. Um, I kind of feel a bit shitty that I don't own that percentage of myself. Um, that's a weird, like, it's a weird, I don't know. Would you say vulnerable? Like what the, I don't know. Like you just get to sit there and be and like, feel taken advantage of. You're you're not compensated for exposing yourself um, or or your work. Yeah, I think that was that's also Dave. That was Dave Chappelle's point as well with asking for Netflix to take down the Chappelle show. Um, He wasn't being compensated for that. He didn't own any part of that. Um, I I mean, it wasn't even the compensation. It was the appreciation point. Like the acknowledgement that like that was this guy. Like, I guess I don't like at the end of the day, like if I die broke, it doesn't matter if I die broke or if I die a millionaire, I'm still going to die. Um, so the, oh, I went on a tangent. Now I don't even remember where this originally began. But, um, being a trillionaire. Oh yeah. Good luck. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Now, <laughs> um, now the, uh, yeah, the, uh, was it uh, um i i i don't know i like the ability to not um not to market to people to just to um provide content this is a wonderful opportunity um the only thing i wish we could do is provide content that was good yes that would be that would be a step in the right direction however we're at where we're at because that's where we are Someday, someday we'll get it. <laughs> and so mad props to like, if you are still listening right now. Jake will send like, you. Yeah, no, I like, honestly, yeah, just, yeah, shoot. Yeah, I'll, I'll send. You know what? In fact, I'm not even, I'm like, I love you so much. I'm not even going to send a digital nude to you. I'm going to take and print off a limited run of like 25 eight by 10 hard copies of a cock shot that I'm going to autograph and send out to the first 25 people that comment on this. Assuming at least the age of 18 years old. So um, one, one thing before we dip out of here, um, because it's, it's about that time. Um, This is according to mixedmartialarts.com. A uh, study has been released that says bare knuckle boxing has a lower concussion and hand uh, hand fracture rate than MMA or boxing. Uh, Bare knuckle boxing has enjoyed increased popularity in recent years with more North American jurisdictions legalizing the sport since Wyoming led the way as the first state to legalize in 2018. By the way, shout out to Wyoming for legalizing bare knuckle boxing. I, I was going to say, like, uh, you know, okay, here's one thing. Um, when you hear of something batshit crazy, you're probably going to hear first legalized in Wyoming along with it if it's sanctioned. Yeah. So uh, data was presented 
By the way, that's not from uh, Star Trek. Data was presented at this year's Association of Ringside Physicians Annual Conference by Dr. Don Muzzy, giving the first glimpse into the injury rate in this sport as compared to glove boxing or MMA. Dr. Muzzy, along with uh, Dr. William Lopez and Dr. John Niedecker, collected data from regulated bare-knuckle boxing events from June 2018 through September 2020, Over this period, 131 bouts were recorded with 262 athlete exposures. All the bouts had an experienced ringside position present. The data revealed that while bare knuckle boxing led to an increased facial laceration rate for competitors, the concussion rate was lower than that in gloved boxing and in mixed martial arts. Surprisingly, the data also revealed that the hand fracture rate was actually lower in bare knuckle boxing bouts than in gloved boxing or MMA. Specifically, 27.4% of all competitors suffered facial lacerations. The hand fracture rate was 3.2% compared with a rate of 3.8% in MMA and 4.7% in gloved boxing. The noted concussion rate using the definition as a fighter who had symptoms of concussion when examined by the experienced ringside physician was 1.5% as compared with an estimated 6 to 12% uh, and MM um, and compared with boxing with 6 to 12% and MMA with a rate of 14.7. And um, I assume all our listeners took down those numbers or do you want to run through them again? I mean, it's just saying statistically that um, you have a better chance of getting really fucked up in a mixed martial arts fight than you do in a box or a bare knuckle boxing match. Uh, have you watched bare knuckle boxing? Yeah. Um, it looks brutal, right? Mm-hmm. And it's probably closer to a real fight in a sense. Um, see, one of, oh, that's someone we need to get on the show uh, if we can. Uh, Jesse from MMA. Um Uh, there's okay so this is the argument that's often made in football that there were less concussions when people didn't have yeah i'm getting up um the there was less concussions when people didn't have helmets and um there's some truth to that uh you know oftentimes when you wear the gloves you can hit harder like you can snap stuff when it's when it's your hands and you're afraid like when you have just your hands and you're afraid of like hitting a like a forehead that breaks your hands that breaks your knuckles you're now one-handed and when the other guy has two hands um and you pull you pull a lot of punches um it's really weird like it's it's different than a fight because in a fight like a fight's gonna last 30 45 seconds like some guy just, you know, just tried to finger your girl or something like that. And she's upset and you got to step in or your boy or whatever it is, or it's the year 2020. I want to be like, yeah. Or your boy, that's now a girl, whatever, whatever's you, whatever's your thing is your thing. And, you know, as long as you're in love, I don't care. Um, but, um, by the way, we should, we should also say 
so that we, we just like with punching people in the dicks yesterday, when we say boy, we mean someone above the age of 18 or whatever the age of consent is where you live. Let's be very clear on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not and part of the North American like, Marlon Brando lookalike association over here. Yeah. And also when you punch the dick, if you do like a weird open hand pullback thing, that's a different kind of assault. The um anyway, so <laughs> you lay out a great disclaimer and I'm just gonna shit all over it. All over it. Um <laughs> anyway, um uh yeah, it's a it's a Sorry, I tried to take a picture of my cat. Oh, you just froze. Doesn't matter much. I was excited for that picture of my cat, and then you stopped talking, and I lost you. Man. All right. I'm just going to take this as a sign from a higher power. You know, Fedor. All right, folks, have a great day. Have a great afternoon. Have a great whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. I will be speaking. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I, I just signed off. We're back. Okay. No, I was going to say, jujitsu is great when you're one-on-one as well. And, um, and I really suggest jujitsu for girls um, because oftentimes if they're in a situation, a compromised situation, they will be one-on-one. Um, and trust me, you want, you want your daughter to break the dude's arm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Fuck that dude yeah. up. Fuck that dude up. Yeah. Um, like, honestly, I think it's irresponsible of any father to not have their daughter in jujitsu. I uh, agree. But, okay, so that aside, though, um, like, as like as a person that um, might find yourself in an altercation, um, you know, jujitsu is really good until his homie stomps you on the head. Like it's really good in a one-on-one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bare knuckles is very interesting, and um, and I do, I do honestly, I believe, yeah, lacerations are a bad issue, and oh, and breaking knuckles are a bad issue in uh, bare knuckle fights, but um, and the strategy is significantly different. Um, but I do, um. Uh, you know, I think I think people uh, people respect they respect their knuckles more. They respect the the f- how fragile your hand actually is, um, which I've often wondered about too. Like if a boxer ends up like a boxer in a fight against you know like a non boxer on the streets, not you know it's going to be over very quick. But if a boxer ends up with a, against a guy that has some skill on the street. Um, like, you know, we tend to throw for the fences, you know, because you have that padding, you have the wrist wraps. Okay, so here's one for you. 1993. Uh, 1993, let's imagine Mike Tyson is, is able to go to UFC one and compete, right? I believe he was in jail at the time, but I could be mistaken. Um, he oh. goes do that 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 first year <clears throat> not art jimerson it's mike tyson he's got no gloves on um how does he do against hoist gracie 
Let me see. Was um, I have to? Uh, oh yeah, I forgot my uh, computer's not still not even charged up. Uh, um, Mike Tyson and Kevin Rooney. <clears throat> Knox Hoist State Hoist Gracie out. Hoist Gracie goes in to shoot and gets nailed because he's going to shoot. Tyson's going to grab the angle. He's going to pivot, come around, and it's going to be the the rear uppercut, lead hook, straight right. I and it's going to be and when you're hit like Mike Tyson, it's like being hit by like Foreman or anybody else on the. Earth. Now, Hoist Gracie, if for any reason Hoist get, Gracie gets Mike Tyson to the ground, which I don't think he does. I think Mike Tyson just pushes him to the ground. He was a beast of a man. And I and this isn't coming from like a like I like I'm in love with Mike Tyson or anything like that. I like I just think in that in that particular moment in time, like we want to roll to uh the second UFC. I think Hoist Gracie beats him. But you want to talk the first encounter between Hoist Gracie and Mike Tyson? Hoist goes down. Fair enough. And um, it's Mike Tyson was in nearly, watch his defense. He was nearly impossible to hit in the early days. Don't watch, don't watch the stuff after, um, <clears throat> after Don King got a hold of him. I mean, watch that too. It's it's worth it, but don't like watch back when he was hungry. Like watch back, when he was trying to prove something. Don't watch when he was like, oh, you know, I'm getting a hundred million dollars. I have like tiger money, which apparently we've learned tiger money is not really that much. I have tiger no. money right now, apparently. Yeah, I got, I got kitten money. I'm getting paid like two hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Jake, I'm gonna let you go. I wish I had money. It's it's almost eight o'clock in the morning, and I I mean I don't actually have shit to do, but oh, I'm just dumping you. Really? Just just leaving me? Yeah, I'm gonna. It's just like a date cats. that's gone real. Because they're cute. Like your your friend is your called, and like it's oh I'm sorry, there's an emergency. Oh ring ring. Look, there's kittens. You can't really see them very well, but there's there's kittens over there, and they're awesome. And like let's be honest, if, if you had kittens, kitten. you wouldn't be hanging out with me either. I'm only hanging out you, with you for the kittens. I don't blame you. All right, Jake, I will talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah. I love you. I love you dearly. Call me anytime you want. And we'll I, oh no! I actually I do I I do need you for a minute. What you got? Uh, my time.